Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you tuned to Shingles this week's old movie music, trending news, game sports, going to fairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler. He's wearing my favourite Nike hoodie. It's Cleon Bewley. You'll never make me stay, so take your weight off of me. I know your every move, so won't you just let me be? I've been here times before, but I was too blind to see. That you seduce every man, but this t- you won't seduce me. It's Shingler's <laughs> list. Oosh. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Oosh. That, that is... Um... One of my favourite Michael Jackson songs. One of my only favourite Michael Jackson yeah, songs. A, I can count them on one hand. Yeah, you're not a big MJ fan, are you? Nope. Surprising that, because you're quite um, pop-orientated, aren't the, you? The issue I've got with MJ is it's one verse, <laughs> two verse, and that's it. And I wonder then, where you're going to go with that. The issue I've got with MJ is... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a podcast I'm, I'm not, We're not getting into the... the, the oh, God. <laughs> We're not getting into the bad side of Michael Jackson. Oh, God. We're not getting into the dark... Oh, no, not the dark side of Michael the Jackson. dark side of MJ. We're, get- we're not getting into the bad stuff that he's remembered for with Jackson. Just the pop stuff with his music. Very, very good. But even Dirty Diana. First verse, really complex. Second verse, yeah. really complex with a chorus. And then it's three minutes of repeating the chorus. <laughs> 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 It's like it's like he's like James Brown with a stutter. <laughs> if you get where I'm coming from, at least James Brown went, "Hey, he's a mixture between James Brown and Little Richard." <laughs> I think he'd take that if he was still alive and listening. He'd be it's like, true. He'd, you know, he'd be happy with that. It's true, but he's James. not as funny as what Little Richard was if he is still alive. Little Richard, yeah. Um, no, I met MJ. If MJ was still alive, oh. he'd take that being compared to Little Richard. And, and I'm just saying, but he's not yeah. as funny as Little Richard, Little if Richard, he is still alive. Uh, Little Richard is... Um, he's the architect of rock and roll! Yeah. <laughs> Do you know James Brown had, had three costume changes at his own funeral? Did he? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> three man. costume changes at his own funeral. Oh, um, that's amazing. He had that job. I funk knows, man. But, uh, funk knows. Funk knows. He was a. He was like an. He was an open casket, and he was. He was wheeled out in front of a stage where, like, his band were just performing on the stage. And just wheeling James, and then he'd get wheeled away, and he'd come back in a fresh costume. He wouldn't want it any other way, would he, James Brown? Just want to put a cover over, like, the coffee on, like, the second outfit change. Like, oh, no, he's done now. He's done now. And then all of a sudden... Out he comes. Raging. Mate, you've got it. However however, and whenever I go, I want I want four outfit change. Four outfits. Four outfit change, open caskets, with a band playing. All right, yeah, I can arrange that. It's just you and Trev on guitar and drums will do it. Just singing I'll Miss You on a loop. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm at, the, um, I'm, I'm at the tail end of a week off this week. Oh, are you? So, yeah, back in work tomorrow. But um, uh, I've had lots and lots of things to do this week. Has um, one of them been listen to Metallica, listening to Metallica's new album? Yes. To which I have held off for mm-hmm. uh, until following this show. Okay. Um, because I seem to have heard a lot of great things about it. Tis here. I, let, I, I, I did post this on social media yesterday. I'm just glad 
that uh, now I bought the CD because mm. I like Metallica and I like support. You know, I know the fucking trillionaires or however rich they are, um, but well, they're only probably I worth like, two pound fifty. The guys who own them <laughs> are worth fortune. I um, uh, so I, you know I like supporting the bands that that, that, I, that I like. So I went out and I bought the CD. Um, I'm glad that I didn't spend forty five quid on the record and I only spent fourteen quid on the CD. Um, because it's not very good. Is it not? I gave it, no, on, on Instagram. Is this 72 seasons? 72 seasons, yeah, yeah. On, um, on Instagram, I gave it a 6 out of 10. And the comment underneath that was, I'm being really fucking generous. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm I've had to try to like it. Um, no, I haven't had to try. I want to like it more than I actually do. And I, I hope that it's a grower. Uh, I hope that after a few lessons, it, um, it it you go actually you know what it's not as it's not as bad as I initially thought. Stop being a child, Cleon, because I said grower. You said I hope it's a grower. <laughs> um, so the problem with it is, hmm. if we if we look through the the, the years of, of Metallica, we go we go back to the eighties. They are. You know they're there at the birth of thrash metal. You know you've got you've got um, Metallica, you've got Anthrax, you've got Slayer, uh, you've got Exodus, um, you've got Megadeth. You know all these these thrash bands. I mean they're they're the big ones. You know I mean there was many many other thrash bands. Um, they were there at the birth, and you take albums one through four, mm. and you've got pivotal, quintessential thrash metal albums um they they just they are pretty much perfect thrash metal albums and they've got the fuller dynamics um you know the songs are all like they throw little curveballs in there like not ballads but like slower numbers that that get heavier as they go out throughout like mm. one for example you know what i mean it's yeah. a it's a slow calm number but it gets heavy and it doesn't have to go fast because thrash metal's fast, but it doesn't have to go fast to be heavy. Um, and then, you know, they came out with the Black Album, which is phenomenal. It's it's almost the perfect metal album. It's just... Mm. And everybody's like, oh, they weren't commercial. That, that That's your thrash fans. And then you've got the, you know, the casuals who love the Black Album, think it's the best album they've ever done, because it is a more of a commercial sound. Yeah. But some of them songs are... Heavy as fuck. No matter how commercial they it's are. It's like with Enter the Sandman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're the heaviest fuck, man. And uh, then you have what I like to call the dark years. <laughs> Load and Load is just... There's a couple of good songs on there, but it's not for me. Reload is the same. Um, this was like the Metallica, if I was going to coin it and do a parallel to the one to uh, to myself, was when Robbie Williams went Rubox. Um, <laughs> and he just went like, "Yeah, I'm being ex- I'm yeah. being experiment with things I, now. I hey, we've got a formula that works. Fuck it, I've got an idea." And you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I mean, Metallica and Metallica, they can do what they want. They'd prove themselves in the first five albums, and then they went and did some different things. You know, they did they did the load and reload, which weren't brilliant. They did the covers album, which was good. Um, they did the uh, S&M which was the, the one with the orchestra the live yeah. with the, and you, you, you know 10-15 years previous would little thrash metal band Metallica would they have ever thought or contemplated of doing a gig with an orchestra no, no. you know what I mean and, and, and they've I'm going to use the word matured 
um, and they, they, they were doing different things. Um, and then, you know, Jason Newstead leaves the band and they have this, it's like a band's midlife crisis. And Saint Anger, the album that came out of that, to me, it just screams midlife crisis. Mm. It's like they didn't know who they were, where they were going, what they wanted to do. The songs are great. The production is awful. And that is proven for me there was a bunch of musicians from the uk that got together and completely re-recorded saint anger from the ground up um and put it up on youtube i think it was 2015 they did it and when you listen when i when i listen to that it's fucking brilliant it's like wow these songs are really really good but the production on the album is just terrible and it's just i can't listen to it i'm not saying the songs are bad I just can't listen to that record. It just sounds awful. Yeah. And then the change producers, the release Death Magnetic. I buy that album somewhat tongue in cheek. Um, I was in Manchester. I was with Trev. I had somebody had got me a, a gift card for HMV. Um, it had just come out. I had enough money on the card to get the album. We put it on the in on the car on the way home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, this is fuck this is a bit of a return to form like and, and death magnetic was it was a good metallica album it's like wow they've 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 settled down now they've gone through all that turmoil yeah, yeah. they've settled down they've got a, a steady line up rob trujillo in the band they've written some good songs sure. and then hardwired um the next album for me is too long it's a double cd album um it, it could have been a single cd i think you could have cut some of them tracks out but it's got them dynamics back. It's got the the, the slower uh, numbers. It's got their the slow and heavy numbers. It's got the fast numbers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dynamic range in that album. And it's like, oh, there we go. There's Metallica. Where, where, where have you been? Welcome back. <laughs> and then the first single of this this CD, Lux Eterna, um, I enjoyed. When it came out, and you know, they just dropped it on YouTube and listened to it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's all right, it is. it's fast, it's heavy, James Atfield sounds good on it. There's a little preview for everybody, well, do apologise. sounded awful, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was number one song on the album. Um, yeah, so Loxy Turner, it, it was a great single, and then they released another one, and it was like, oh, that's not as good. And then they released another one, it's like, oh, okay, there's a theme here. Um, yeah, I, I got the album, I listened to it, start to finish and then i listen to it again yeah, yeah. and you've not done third time then yet, i've not no. done third time yet yeah no. you don't know yet then and and it's just a bit like there's no dynamic range to it they've just gone for fast yeah and it's like there's it's missing them heavier ballad ballad-esque kind of sound it, everything seems to be in the same key it's just let's see how yeah. fast we can play over e minor it's it's not like <laughs> mate death metal yeah. <laughs> it's but it's not metallica it's like been in a death metal band that's death metal it's um <laughs> dun, 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 that's the same game <laughs> but they're, they're not a death band they're a thrash band it's not um we're a thrash band then that's my english it's um it's just, it's just not. There's nothing. You're just not into heavy shit no more, mate. It, there, there's, but there's nothing to it. It's just a bit boring. It's boring. That's the word. It's yep. boring. It's just like it's same, just same. The next track's the yeah, same as the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Every track's just the same, and it's like, 
you could argue that's been my eternal issue with uh, death metal, thrash metal, and all of that types. There's not a lot of the, yeah. There's there's a. It's like um, I can compare this to there's synth not a wave. Lot of you know? bend in it, yeah. I can compare this to synth wave. There are I. I do you know what, man? I'm. I'm I've not really been into the synthwave scene for quite a while now, mm. and um, I I got added to a synthwave group chat on Messenger the other day. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Backdoor added, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, know, I know that ones. And I'm like, what? And I, I'd scroll back through it, and I'm reading. It. I'm like, oh fuck, I've not fucking time for this, man. Just remove myself from the chat. And I think when you're looking at what synthwaves evolved into, there are there are a thousands there's thousands and thousands and thousands of quote unquote synthwave producers mm. right and it's just it's some guy in his mid 40s having a bit of a breakdown with um a door and a fucking uh, midi controller and it, it like it's it's like what the fuck is this you know what i mean just because you've got a keyboard and and some free fucking software Do you know what i compared some of it uh-huh. to you know that episode of friends where rossi's got his keyboard mm. and he goes like tick, tick, tick. <laughs> and then the next bit goes and you just yeah that's what i compare it to. yeah so like for every good artist there's a thousand shit ones hmm. like um so you've got your standouts in in the genre you've got your your ollie rides you've got your fm84s you've got your midnights you've got um marvel 83 um, yeah you've got stills you know you've got these um these really good pro- time cop 1983 you know you've got these really good producers and musicians and and, and then there's a whole bunch of crap that goes with it and yeah. it's it's the same with metal you've got really good bands you've got bands that take that genre and make it their own you know what i mean <laughs> and they do really good things with it bands like lamb of god bands like metallica yeah you know what i mean you you know the, these guys they don't just play for like three minutes um you know and, and then do the same thing again for the next song and then the same thing again for the next song they write really cool riffs and they they experiment and they change things mm. up and there's a lot of dynamics to their albums um and, but for every one of them there's a hundred thrash bands that just do Fuck off. Right, and they're just not very good. Turn everything up to ten. Oh. This is what used to piss me off about it. We're yeah. going to turn all our instruments up to ten. This was when I was singing in the group. We're going to turn everything up to ten. Singer, you're on eight. We're going to turn everything up to ten. Do you know what? I might as well have been there in the background. Listen to what, you. The first gig we did, I might as well have done this, Dave. Yeah. Listen to your fucking sound engineers. That's what I've always said. You know what I mean? There's a reason that the, that the guys are there and that they're being paid. Listen to your sound engineers. If he says, turn your fucking amp down, turn it down. Doesn't he be that loud? The way I combated it is I made up an entire song yeah. on the spot. Just while <laughs> no I was freestyled. No one knew about it. Do you know why? Because <laughs> no fucker could hear me. It's it's very egotistical sometimes when you're in bands and there are there are guitarists and, and bass players and singers and drummers and whatever out there that will you know the, you'll have a sound check and everything will be the level will be great and then they go on and, and then you? they go on and they'll be playing and you'll see the guitarist walk backwards to his amp and he'll just 
not nudge his amp up a number mm. and just turn his guitar up a little bit like and it does you no favors it does you absolutely does no, no one favors. any favors you know what i mean i remember watching the band this was at the, the reggae a few years ago actually it came up on my memories um the other day and i remember watching a band and there was three guitarists two singers bass player drummer and it was a competition for who could shout the loudest on stage you know what i mean that the who could get the most airtime? Who could be seen the most? It was just a competition. And, like, th- there was a guitarist that thought he was a front man. He just wanted to be the centre of attention. And, and he just me on them, kept on cranking his guitar up. Um, there was the bass player wanted to do all the talking in between songs. Um, not your job, mate. Play the bass. Yeah, play like, the bass, mate. You're boring. Um, and no uh, but that, that was the thing boring. it was everything he was saying was just like cringe you know what i mean if you let somebody let somebody yeah. else do that hey like, are you having a good time out there it, it wasn't <laughs> even that cringe man it was it was just awful like do you know i'm not like a prude or anything like but you know when people swear for the sake of it i don't like when i know i've got a fucking potty mouth right? <laughs> yeah there you go point proven i know i've got a potty mouth right but there's there's doing it when like i'm weird if you notice like when we're talking yeah every other word for me swear yeah f this f that f the other the blah blah blah. yeah the light goes on and the language seems to go we're the opposite go all together and you don't swear yeah we've been and i'm the same on stage yeah we've been we've been for meals where you know you've got a mouth like a sailor and i'm looking around going cleon will you just children stop it (laughs) and but like when we record I just yeah. You yeah, start to every, swear every, every and other word, that and you're goes like off. super professional. <laughs> but I mean, that's work. That is when you, <laughs> people like just swearing for the sake of it because they think it sounds cool or something like. It just didn't work, and then you've got the singers trying to outdo one another, and you might be a band. Mm. Other, you got third guitarist back of the stage hiding, like you just like, <laughs> the fuck? putting your um, head out like that. Yeah. Um, it's there's nothing worse there's fucking nothing worse than bands bands I mean I know I've been in a few bands are the worst sometimes I do you know what I really really enjoyed my time in a band Um, I did it as in a proper band guitar drum and all of that stuff local circuit so the Glebe reggae Um, it used to be where the void was I forgot what it was called now yeah, there. Just down from the void. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so you get what I mean—the mm-hmm. local circuit, if you will. And I really enjoyed it. The only thing I didn't enjoy was when the band thought that they needed to be better, and better mm. equals not me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And the excuses I got of why better equaled not me because they were basically saying you dress too well and you're too good looking for the band. <laughs> That was the reasons, honestly. I remember you telling me, yeah. It was pathetic because I I wore a T-shirt saying Jesus chose you at stage on the rigger. (laughs) It's me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Um, That was the only thing I thought, and it was, you know, I think it was at a bad time for me as well, Mm. and I just thought, yeah. That's we not were very nice. We were very fortunate. Uh, we, our old, my old band, um, we got uh, quite a good rep locally for being like a good band to work with. You know, we yeah. we turn up, we would load in, we do the sound check. We, you know, we do as we were told. We knew what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we were professional about everything. 
you know, you, you're playing the Shugmill, for example. You know, when I mean, you get told what time to get there, you get there, you at, get that there time. at that time. You load in at that time. You set up when you're told to set up. Yeah. You do what the sound engineer wants you to do for the sound check, right? Mm-hmm. Give me a kick drum. So give him a kick drum. Don't play. Fucking yeah, no, just, just kick drum. Give him a fucking kick drum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. No, you set on the floor. Yeah. Guitars. Right, he doesn't want the, the, an epic fucking prog solo from you. <laughs> Just chug a fucking A chord. Chug, 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 a fucking A chord. And when he says, "Just turn your amp down like two numbers for me," turn the fucking amp down. It doesn't need to be that loud. I played a gig at the Sugar Mill with a band once, right? And the band we we were supporting, so uh, we were cab sharing. So the, the headliners brought all their cabs in their kit, yeah, yeah and we yeah, bring yeah, our yeah. breakables. Like so, I've got, I've got my amp pad, and I'm, we're sharing cabs. So I rock up to the stage, and they've bought the biggest fucking Marshall stack you've ever seen in your life. It's like eight eight fucking speakers, double cab, amp on the top. I can't reach it; it's that fucking high. I'm like, how oh, the fuck am I doing here? I got my amp, I put it behind his amp, and just plugged into the bottom speaker. There's one microphone on one speaker of that setup. That's the one microphone on one speaker. That's how it's mic'd up. Right. You don't need that massive Marshall stack for the sugar melt. 400 people capacity in that place. If you're making ears bleed. You don't, you don't need it. All the sound engineer is going to do is say, turn your amp down. Yeah, it's not or else it's going to sound like shit. It's going to sound awful. Turn your amp down. Right. It, it, mental. You're going to get feedback. <laughs> you're going to get flink. You're going to get re- It's just, it is a complete, just too what, You know, one of the, one of the fucking heaviest bands and loudest bands that I've watched at the Sugar Mill, a local covers band called Generations. They're fucking brilliant. They've, they've split up now. They did the farewell gig. I think it was at Christmas. But they were fucking brilliant. And you know what? They had the smallest amps I've ever seen in my life. Tiny. They used they used little... It was either little combos, or it was a, a, like my cab, like a 2B12. Do you know where there's a hole in the marketing cover bands at this moment in time? Uh, take that. No, there's not actually. There's a fuck ton of Take That Tribute bands. God damn it. Uh, There's loads, mate. There's loads. Um, And even the Robbie Williams tribute bands then join the Take That Tribute bands to form it. But honestly, it's all types of weird. No, you know the Thin Lizzy stuff? Mm -hmm. You know that that moment in time, the classic rock, as in the classic rock? No one does that? Yeah, I've not seen a, a, a generic classic rock covers band for a while. I've seen, like... I've seen specialist ones where it's uh, it's a spe- like there is DC AC yeah yeah there is Thin Lizzy cover bands and there's yeah. ACDC cover bands but I've not I've watched, not seen I've not watched a good like generic classic rock cover band for ages. Wait for um, his wait till we turn fifty guys. Ooh, oh, we're out okay, there. We're out there. Um, ding 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 ding. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I really I haven't seen one for a while, um, but. Like I say, like the bands and stuff, man. You just fucking do do as you're told, and you'll sound ace. Like I say, we 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 were, you know, we had a good rap around us, and we were lucky enough as well to gig with other bands that thought similarly to us. Yeah, and we build up a rapport with these other bands. So that's really cool when you're like, you know, you, you're booking a gig, and you can go, oh, actually, I've got a band in mind for support, and you can choose one of them bands. You know, we we'd gig with like Sound Casino and with Jesse's Divide um in uh, Black Road Home and these guys they all had the same mindset it was professionalism uh, scattering ashes from Coventry that was another one get there on time do as you're told and and this is is a little something right if you're in if you're in a band you're young you're in a band you're listening to this podcast um a little bit of advice right ask the sound engineer his name 
Ask him his name. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, mate. What, what's your name? It's John. Hi, John. I'm Dave. Yeah. Nice to meet you. That, uh, that's just called being polite, yeah, Dave. But people don't. They don't. That's because people aren't yeah. polite in this one. Introduce day. yourself. Ask him his name. Right? Get to know the sound engineers. And when you've finished your set... Say thank you. Find him and say thank you. That's like saying hello to the ref in football. Yeah. And shaking his hand at the end and saying cheers for that, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Do you know what? I, another another incident at the Sugar Mill, right? I, we, we, it was a really busy night. Um, we were uh, chief support, I believe, that night. Um, and there was four bands on, so we, we were the, the third band on. Um, and... <clears throat> Cats just fell off the table. <laughs> we were the third band on, uh, but like I say, it was a stupid busy night. The, the, the you know the mill had sold out, um, and I went around to the stage door because I asked where he was, and he always he's popped around the stage door for a drink. So I went around to the stage door to find him, and just to say thank you. And I was like, "Hey, mate, just I'm from one of the bands. Just want to say thanks for the sound tonight. It was ace. You know, I've had a lot of good." Good feedback from people who watched us. Said we sounded really good, so I appreciate the work you've done. And he was like, "Oh, I appreciate that, mate. Cheers." The next time we played the mail, he fucking remembered. He remembered. Of course, he does. so we made sure we had really good fucking sound next time as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little bit of politeness goes a long way. Yeah, being polite. There's, there's never, ever, ever a price you can put on politeness. Mm. So yeah, that's my advice to any young bands. Uh, fucking. I might be an arsehole, but I'm very polite. Somebody's just walked past the window with a massive stick in his hand. It was like a telescopic rod. I couldn't work out what that was then. Could have probably machete, let's say, inside. Oh, Jesus, lock the doors. So it's been three weeks, Dave. Since? Three weeks since we last did a podcast. Fuck off. We did one the week before, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. One, we did. It's been two. No, it's been two weeks. Two weeks. Newcastle have played three times in two Newcastle weeks. Newcastle played... <laughs> they have. They played three... I know. They played three times in two weeks. So two, two of them were great. Uh, three of them were great. Mm. Three of them were great. They played four times in two weeks. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we had two games over there, then we had a third game of the weekend, and then we had yesterday's mm. game. Bear with me. I'm going to go back to happier times. Yesterday's like Bruno. We don't talk about I'm, it. I'm going back to happier <laughs> times, Dave. So I'll go back to the first part, first week we weren't doing a podcast. That was Sunday, the 2nd of April. Dave's fault. And that was Newcastle 2, Manchester United 0. We did one on the we second. Did, we did one, but we, sorry, we did one on the second. However, we did it before the Newcastle match. before the game. So yeah. I could go yeah. watch the match. Newcastle won that match 2-0, did you know? Yes. Then we had a match I was very on, happy. That I was very happy about <laughs> it too. And then we had a match on the 5th of April which was a Wednesday following that match. And I thought, oh my God, we've got another match on the Wednesday against West Ham. We beat them 5-1. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> and, then, and then we played Brentford on the 8th of April and we beat them 2-1. And there was much rejoicing. And that brings us up to yesterday. So we're back up to speed now, football-wise, Dave. So I'll have a quick flick through the, the scores from yesterday. Aston Villa, uh, that was probably the best performance I've seen against Newcastle all season. Yeah. By a <clears throat> long, long way, 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 way off. Absolutely murdered us. And I mean, murdered us. Yeah. It was I, relentless. Alan Shearer tweeted saying, like, nobody's done that 
to Newcastle. Uh, well done. I, right. I was watching. <laughs> I was kind of going, we're dead. Stop it. Um, Aston Villa 3, Newcastle 0. Aston Villa were brilliant. Chelsea 1, Brighton 2. No, seriously. Chelsea 1, Brighton 2 as Frank Lampard's continuing the, to crash the train. <laughs> Everton 1, Fulham 3. Uh, speaking of Frank Lampard, this was a train he's already crashed. Uh, Southampton nil, Crystal Palace 2. Great result from Roy, Ad- Roy Hodgson. Um, I know what I said. Wolves <laughs> to Brentford nil. Diego Costa got his first goal back in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, Tottenham. Tottenham, who Cleon was going, oh god, we've lost against Aston Villa, and we've got and Tottenham have got bloody Bournemouth later. That's going to be a yeah. walk in the park for him. Tottenham to Bournemouth three. Um, Tottenham doing what Tottenham do really well, and that's choking under pressure. They do amazingly well. And then Man City completely roasted Leicester. And at one point, if they hadn't have made the subs, Man City, and made five subs, <laughs> that could have been 15. Jesus. I'm not even close to kidding. Manchester City have turned on the switch that says, go for the league. Yeah. Yeah. For st- I am. Um, wow. I, I saw the, um, the... I looked at the league yesterday and I've looked at it today since... Um, Arsenal have played, but we'll get onto that score in a second. And I'm looking at the top, and I'm like, I, 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 "When did that happen? When, when did that become really close? Because I know it was yeah. it was close, but when did it become that close? There's, like, there's a button somewhere in the Etihad Stadium. I'm not sure where this button is. I think it's in Pep Guardiola's office. And I think Pep Guardiola sits at his <laughs> desk for the first three months of the season with his feet up on it, with a, a courgette a pan of chocolate and a coffee. <laughs> and he just sits at his desk going, well, we're still crap at the minute. We'll, we'll start in a minute. Have we given him a head start? We give everyone a head start. Right. Guys, we need to win the league now. You're just going to have to win every game for the rest of the <laughs> season now and score 50 goals past every... And that's what they do. But anyway, back into the championship onto local teams. Stoke City lost 2-1 uh, to West Brom. Still on yesterday. And Port Vale... And Port Vale, I've got no clue what happened they to lost Port 3-2. Vale. They lost 3-2 to Lincoln City. Lincoln City are doing quite well, I believe, uh, in the lower league. There was in, two red cards in the game. Oh, fair. And today, we've had West Ham 2, Arsenal 2. With Arsenal doing exactly what Tottenham do uh, in the high-pressure minutes, and that's choking. And currently, Manchester United are beating Nottingham Forest 2-0. We're currently, oh, we're pretty much at the end of that game now. Anthony and Dallo, uh, the goal scorers. And the tables are, due to Tottenham choking like there's no tomorrow, Newcastle are still three points clear of top four. Yeah. I, I was With the game in hand. I was looking at this, um, and Newcastle went, you know, over the last couple of weeks, Newcastle went third in the, in the league, mm. which is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant, right? So we're, we're looking at the table. Right, they're not going to win. Right, they're not going to win. That that's that's Man City Arsenal. That them two are going to be slugging that out. Man City. <laughs> um, Arsenal so go to Man City next week. You've got this. <laughs> you've got this little battle now. This tiny battle between Newcastle and Man United for third place. Right, and and the thing I don't and you're the Newcastle fan, Cleon, not me. But I'm getting very excited about Newcastle at the moment because you know because of you. And, and and I'm and I'm looking at it, and 
I was like, oh my god, this is. I, I was I was looking at this little little battle between Man U and Newcastle, mm. like who's going to come third. Yeah. And then yesterday, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's Newcastle Tottenham. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter if 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 Newcastle come fourth. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. 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 <laughs> I've got no concern about my so, new. Yep. So yeah, yesterday with with Tottenham um, choking, I was very happy. I was like, right. how have they got a lost against Bournemouth? You you'd think yeah. now. Tottenham are right up shit street, Dave. They've fired the man, the manager, Conte. And I don't know if you heard Conte's last press conference. It was basically, he was saying, Tottenham's reputation is choking. Yeah. We have a loser's mentality. I can't change a club who has a loser's mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not my job. My job is to motivate the players, not to change um, the overall perception of the club. And they are absolutely shocking. They've got a they've got a replacement manager in, but that's got to be on the players. Yeah. So if yeah. you're a professional manager in football and Tottenham come forward and go, we want you to take over, I'd be like, you can smeg off. Yeah. <laughs> Conte couldn't do it. Mourinho couldn't do it. Pochettino couldn't do it. You think I'm going to do it? Hmm. But then they say eighteen million a year, and you go, and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah go on go. then. How go. many? Give me a ten year contract then. So when you fire me after six months, I'm, I'm loaded. <laughs> And I, I, they're just a team that chokes a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, and they shouldn't be losing yesterday. If you're a manager, you stand in the changing rooms, you go, Luke, Newcastle have got a game in hand. They've lost today. This is a game we need to win. Yeah, we need to win it. And if they can't win it, I'd have them running still now. Yeah. From after the game yesterday. Mm. I'll be like looking outside going, yep, they're still running. That's fine. Do you know, um, there's a there's a... a I can't remember the fucking name of the bet. I'm trying to think of the name of the betting company. There's a betting company um, that have. It was last week they put out their prediction for the final um, uh, standings for the league. Probably bloody power, paddy power. And um, they had um, Man City first, and then yeah. Arsenal. They had Newcastle third, and then Man United fourth. They had Tottenham seventh. They put Tottenham seventh. They actually put Brighton fifth. Um, the 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 Addy, the Addy Brighton Villa and um, where were Newcastle in that again? Third, third. Yeah, so they they had they had Man City, Arsenal, Newcastle, Man United, um, Brighton, Villa, and then Tottenham. They didn't even have Tottenham fifth. Um, Here's another one as well, Dave. I'll give you that one you've just said about Tottenham finishing there at fifth. Do you know Chelsea can still be relegated? Yeah, well, it, I, I, I've I've pulled the league up. Have a look at Chelsea right now. I think they're on 39 points. So Chelsea are currently 11th on 39 points. Um, 18th, uh, Knott's Forest on 27 points. Um, Yeah, it's doable. There's no hope for Southampton. Uh, Well, actually, (laughs) there might be. (laughs) It's doable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I've just seen Everton on 27. It's like, yeah, there's still hope. (laughs) Yeah. um, But yeah, there's it's... I've never seen a league like it. I've, I, I've never seen a league that's just completely split down the middle. You know, what it I mean? is split exactly down the middle. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? I mean, Fulham on forty-two, Tottenham on fifty-three. Fulham a tenth, Tottenham a fifth. Yeah. Could I mean split exactly yeah. down the middle? Chelsea on thirty-nine. It's it's crazy. Chelsea could still get be relegated. They, yeah, yeah. They won't. They won't. And... But they could. Because no, the the bottom and, teams aren't all of a sudden just about pick up form. And you know what, man? I'm looking at like looking at 
League One with uh, with Vale as well. You know, a really good start to the season, but now they're they're finding themselves potentially in a relegation battle. You know what I mean? Forty six points, eighteenth, uh, thirty eight. How many? How many go down from League Two? Is it three? Three. League One, sorry, uh, three. Uh, League One, three. Yeah. So Morecambe are on thirty eight points. It's it's there. it's there. It's there, but we shall see. Other, and uh, uh, other football today with Port Vale losing 3 2 uh, to Lincoln City for the men's team yesterday. The women's team have been beat 3 2 today as well by dun, 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 <laughs> City of Stoke ladies team. Thank you very much. There's now three points against the local rivals today. Uh, all honesty, we were 3 0 up, took us foot off the gas. <laughs> You shouldn't be encouraging that, should you? No, no, no. Well, I was, uh, I was, uh, I wasn't at the game today, right? Because I'm saving my one match ban. Oh, okay. For saying the word shit house <laughs> on the sideline, <laughs> which I didn't realise was a red card offence, but any bad language is a yeah, red card offence now. Yeah, it's frowned upon. <laughs> I was like, oh shit house, a red card offence. I've said Brian Clough's been saying that. That's one of the most iconic football sayings. In the history of football, how can shit house <laughs> not be allowed now? So if you're a fan, you can't say it if you're the coach. No, it was <laughs> no. What what had happened was there was players wasting time, and it was one one, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I just went, oh shit house, like just giggling to the other manager, and the ref wasn't happy, and just yeah. immediately sent me off, and I just went, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, but that's that's banter of football. You won't understand because you're a... Ooh, I'm going... Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Joking aside, joking aside. Brilliant results from the ladies. Um, yeah, should have been a lot more. We, Like I said, took us foot off the gas at 3-0. I was, I was, it was quite nice, actually, not having nothing to do with it and just watching from outside of the ground. I was going to say, I was going to ask you that. Were, were you having the A ban? ground ban. Uh, is it yeah? Is it a ground ban? So you're not allowed band. to go as a spectator. Like. Well, no, I wasn't allowed in the ground. Yeah. So I was yeah. on the car park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I stood on the car park. Uh, <laughs> just shouted shit out. Like, <laughs> shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Was that fucking Bradley, dude? <laughs> it's across the road from me. How I could yeah. watch the game from the, the bedroom own, window. I could watch the game from your bedroom window across the road, let alone ground banning me. <laughs> so no, I um oh this is going oh fuck it. I was just on the car park, so I wasn't in the ground. Yeah. 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 I can't do nothing if they haven't got a stadium. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. But you don't break any rules. Well no 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 no. Mm, I, just, I just I uh, just walked the dog around Bradley pitch. Uh, Bradley football pitches, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Just lapped it watching the football, and it was quite nice being not having to, you know, write notes for half time, speak, and all that lot. Doing that granular anal- analysation to just watching it <clears> and going, oh, and listening. The best thing about football is listening to what everybody else says about football. <laughs> oh, shouldn't have done that. Oh, I absolutely love it. Um, the speaking of ladies football, yes, uh, the England ladies finally lost their first game against under, the, the mighty team of <laughs> Australia. Australia. Oh, um, uh, again, yeah, they, they had a thirty-game unbeaten streak under Serena. 
Is he pronounced Wiegman? Wiegman? Wiegman. Serena Wiegman? Serena Wiegman. 30, de- 30 game unbeaten streak, and uh, they lost 2 0 to England. Um, they lost. Sorry, they lost 2 0 to Australia. I've got uh, to say, though, the England, the manageress of the Lionesses is the most vanilla person I have ever seen <laughs> on television. Just nothing. She's just dead behind the eyes, isn't yeah. she? It's like, at least give us a smile, babes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, you know, you've done really well. You've won a few things as well. Don't smile a little bit, you know, enjoy yourself. What, what, is she Dutch? In any point, one of them fucking players gets on your table again. Sweep the legs from underneath it. Sweep the leg from... um, Drop the table, no. She's, um, she's Dutch, isn't she? She's not German. Yeah, she's Dutch. She's Dutch. Yeah, yeah so we, know, she, we only like the royals to be German. If she was German, then we could just say she's just being ruthlessly efficient. But um, Dutch, no, that's not. She's just high. just high, yeah. She, that's it. She's just baked. <laughs> just like, sitting there like... Geez. Oh, manager's calm, isn't she? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one more footballing uh, story yes. to, to discuss. Uh, Wrexham, Notts County. Um... Did you did you see? I did see. Did you I see? did see. Now now Wrexham uh, balls up a little bit before <laughs> by by losing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said Wrexham <laughs> by uh, <laughs> by by lo- <laughs> losing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just wrenching. Um, Sycophantic <laughs> motherfucker, Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, mate. I hate that team. It's, um, I hate that team, mate. Against when they were in the FA Cup. And he's like, Sean Mullins. I'm going on a rant now. And they were in the FA Cup and they scored a goal. And instead of celebrating the goal, he did the aviation gen symbol. I thought, you fuck, I could have grabbed him <laughs> and kicked him all around the room. Um, you know what I mean? £6,000 a week for Ben Foster in that league. Well, the, that was one of the on. things, that was one of the things I was going to discuss. So, um, for anybody that that I mean, you sh- even even our American listeners should know about Wrexham now with Ryan Reynolds. Of course, you'll know about Wrexham and, and Rob McElhenney owning the team. And um, Rob McElhenney. Uh, well, the game before Notts County, they balled up and lost. McElhenney. So it it was a must win for yeah. both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. at the top of the table. Ticking around the side. And it's one of them weird the, the National League's one of them weird um like playoff things, isn't it? Where like the, one team goes up automatically. One team goes up automatically, but then the next six are in the playoffs, playoff aren't they? So, so home away final. Yeah, so two and three are automatically in the playoffs, and then four to six play in like a little like quarter final, don't yeah. they? It, yeah, it's strange. Um so, not counting your Wrexham are like fighting it out at the top um, on 104 and 103 points as it stands now. Um, but there's been other teams be- because, like, Ryan Reynolds is paying his players a ridiculous amount of money for the National League. Hmm. And there's other teams that are like, if this was in the league, they would be done for financial fair play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're not in the Football League. Yeah. If they were in the, football, in the league, football league, you'd be done for financial fair play. Um, you buy and you win. Now, imagine how pissed off Notts County are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking been that. Training life. for that their whole life. It's like, a fucking Deadpool comes along and messes it up for us all. How long? <laughs> and Rob McIntyre. How long have Notts County been in this? 
the did they go down last season? I think or they were. It, I, th- I don't know. Or was it a couple of seasons? I, I think he were. I, he probably it would have been more than likely last season, late season before, because yeah. I remember Notts County being in the football league um, not long ago. So the wages that they're paying the players now, if they get promotion into the league, will that kind of balance itself out? Because Probably pay a huge signing fee up front and then proportionate over the over yeah. the years. So if it's if let's say the wage budget's maximum you can pay is five hundred pound a week, then they'll probably pay five hundred pound a week and do like I don't know half a million pound signing on fee. Right, and then it doesn't go on. It doesn't go there. on to the. Yeah, That's yeah. what Man City are currently being investigated for. Yeah, because they yeah, did yeah. two hundred grand to Erling Haaland and did one hundred and fifty million pounds to his dad. <laughs> Just say thanks. Thanks for him. Um, your dad earned 70 million out of that. Thanks for spawning him. Uh, here's some cash. <laughs> Imagine that. Here's 70 million for cooking him in your balls for a couple of minutes. I do I do love that. Like if um it if uh, Man City is stripped of everything that they've they've won over the last X amount of years, it's like Stoke City will be FA Cup winners and Vale um, could be they won't go that far back, but Vale you know, could be FA Cup winners because yeah. they were knocked out by Man City. Yeah, um, and it's like, you know, Liverpool have won will win this many titles, Man U will win this, blah blah blah. And then at the end it's like and Tottenham will still win nothing. <laughs> I, uh, this is the funny thing about football fans. If Man City gets stripped of their stuff, it doesn't mean it will get awarded yeah, to the other yeah. team. They'll just get stripped of it. Stoke fans, chill. <laughs> it's it's not going to happen Trillions. and also there's another reason why this Man City thing will happen while we're on the subject and the reason is <clears throat> is I'll give you two names that are the reason this has to happen mm-hmm. one's Newcastle United mm-hmm. and one's Manchester United just about to be taken over by the Quitarians oh god so oh. here's the two reasons why <clears throat> if they don't say or clip Man City in some way yeah, yeah, yeah. there's two pre- there's, there's two, two teams, teams that'll, that'll go like- We'll do it then. Yeah. Do you know what? In F1, um, Red Bull got um, a penalty for um, like overspending, as it is. Mm. And um, they've they've had to lose like X amount of... You lose like time practicing and time developing and things like that. And they say it costs you like point something of a second per car for every like penalty or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they managed, by overspending, they managed to get the car that fucking advanced that even with all the penalties, still nobody can touch him. It's made fuck all difference. It's made absolutely no difference whatsoever. And the thing is, like, with, with the, the Red Bull's car this year, um, they, they're just wiping the floor with everything. Unless there's, like, um, an, uh, like, an electronic failure or there's some kind of mechanical failure, yeah, yeah. the cars will win. They are yeah. faster than any other car That's on the grid. That's because they're powered by Red Bull. Yeah. And, yeah, it gives you wings. Um, and George Russell has, has come out and said... Um, George Russell's come out and said, even though Red Bull are at the moment faster than everybody he still thinks that the sandbagging and that they can go even faster than what they're doing jesus Christ. <laughs> he's like they're just embarrassed by how good the car is while we're on racing <laughs> great segue did you watch the grand national yesterday i did watch the grand national yeah, yeah what yeah. the fuck was up with swampy and his mates yesterday i know yeah I how know. mental did that get it um 
That genuinely made me happy to be watching the Grand National, watching Swampy and his mates getting thrown over a fence. Well, even the like, like the lo- just appeared out of everywhere, yeah. didn't they? Like the the, lo- <laughs> the locals turned up as well, didn't they? Went hang on a minute, fuck off. They <laughs> like, had high vis jackets on and everything, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, bright pink fucking tops and and. Did you see the head of... That was good when they cut to the head of security at the top of Aintree Mm. and he was watching it and he knew they were coming. And you can see all these... They they were quite brilliant, weren't they, the security? I mean, unfortunately, there was a couple of horses that were killed yesterday. uh, We we were watching it and the very first jump... You know, you, you always lose jockeys on the first jump. It just happens. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that many horses trying to jump over that bloody fence. You lose jockeys. Um, but we saw it go over. And then, we, you know, you see the jockeys fall off. So I'm not looking at the front. I'm looking at the back. And we just saw this horse hit the deck. And I was like, oh, shit, that yes. one's gone. Yeah. That one's gone. That He's broke his fucking neck or something. Man. There was a couple There was a couple of really bad ones. Now, I... I, I I know and love horses from the fam, from my mother, my sister, mm. my niece's got a horse. She's not into football. She rides horses. My sister rides horses. My mummy's got stables and blah, blah, blah. Them protesters, you know, yesterday, they would have done twice as much harm yeah. as what they did good. Because I know it sounds silly, and this is just a message to you protesters out there. During that 20-minute interval, where the jockeys had to stay inside. Yeah. And the horses, they couldn't put them back in the stable no, no, they were already because out, it was they? too hot. Yeah. They had to keep them keep horses walking. wandering around and frustrating them. Yeah. There's been so much effort into the development, the the breeding of horses, how you race horses. Just in my lifetime alone, from where it was to where it is now. Is like a, it's a trillion miles difference, mm. massive difference. Like even to whipping them to after yeah. your stirrups, the conditions they kept in, the two million pound motorhome they need to fucking ferry them up and down everywhere. It's a massive, massive sport. And what people need to understand is in all sport there's risk. Yeah. So you don't get protesters for Formula One. My God, this big steel thing that's strapped around Lewis mm-hmm. Hamilton could kill him. Oh, yeah. there's danger. There's f- dangers in football. There's dangers in everything else. It's not animal cruelty. Believe it or not, these horses have had a better life yeah. and a better and- upbringing than the majority of people on this fucking planet. I am... Um, so chill the fuck out. I'm not, I'm not a big horse racing fan. I'm, I'm not a horse racing fan. For a couple I mean? of quid on the lo- National um, Lottery to give to the charity of Sky Bet365. It is right, it is right that <laughs> these win. horses are the most looked after mm. and horses ever fucking known. That's like, two million pounds worth of bloody animal. And, and it's like... One of the commentators, not the commentators, one of the pundits was saying, um, "What, what, what are they going to do? G- give them a horse. See, see how, how well looked after the horse is. Yeah. If you give one of them a horse, it's not you're not going to make any difference. Like, and I get it. I, I do. I, I understand. You know, what I mean, it's it's horrible. I, I saw that horse hit the deck, and my heart went to my mouth. I was like, oh fuck, that's horrible. The, you know what I mean? The question you've got is, would that horse have hit the deck if he hadn't been worn wandering round for fifteen yeah, minutes? Yeah. Frustrated. Um, you know, some of the horses get injured. Some of them do unfortunately die. And and I'm not for that. If there was a way we could do these races without horses dying, that would be great. 
Um, it doesn't happen all the time, it, you know. It, but but it but it does happen, and it's horrible when it happens. Um, but they are the most looked after horses ever fucking known. Mm. You know what I mean? They are they are really looked after. They're treated like royalty. <laughs> you know what I they mean? They are not hurt. They are <clears throat> not. They're not. I I've never known a horse breeder. And I've met some of, uh, genuinely, I've met some of the best horse breeders mm. in this fucking country. And we're a horsey country. We're not like France. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for getting that joke, Dave. Um, and I've seen, and I've never, ever, ever seen a horse, and I'm not talking the horse that's tied to the pylon and stuff, you? Um, I mean, in, you know, in yeah, Sandy yeah. Fish, yeah, just Sandy been Fish. wandering around for yeah. 20 years wondering what <laughs> fucking day it is. I'm talking like, if you moved all the stuff out the stable, I'll live there. Do you get yeah, what? Do you yeah, get yeah, what yeah. I mean? And I, you can say, "Well, all that horse is thinking that way." No, they're not. But I'm just talking about the Grand National, mm-hmm. and they are because they're the best of the best. Yeah, best of the best. And unfortunately, a few did have to die, but it was a great spectacle. And unfortunately, now the protesters have moved the conversation along away from this many horses have died at the race and they've now moved the conversation to these many horses have died and it could be your fault yeah and and the thing is as well they've they've taken away the argument of, of um you know they've taken away that argument of, of animal cruelty and whatnot because they've made themselves look like dicks yeah it's like it's like the um the, the protesters that are gluing themselves to the road it's like you Okay, there is a point to be argued here, but by gluing yourself to the road, you're making yourself look like a cock. You don't and get that in America. You only get this shit in mm, England. And yeah, you don't get it in America. <laughs> you don't get no one gluing their hands to the road in New Zealand. Somebody glued the hand to the or road. or in Australia. Can you imagine it in Australia? <clears throat> yeah. Can you imagine it in France? They well, won't even break. Well, some somebody um, somebody glued the hand to the road in a protest, and they, you can't just rip their hand off the road because you're going to rip all the skin off their hand. And um, they came along with a fucking angle grinder and just ground out the bit of tarmac and wedged it up, arrested them with the fucking lump of tarmac still That's glued quality. to their hand. That's quality policing, that is, isn't it? Oh, God, it was brilliant. You can't have got me hand glued to the floor. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that bit of floor with you. You can use yeah. it as a memento from your day. <coughs> that bit of floor there, ducks, cost you three hundred quid. Now take it with you. Yeah, I um, I, I, there's I, there's, I wa- just... there's ways to strike and there's ways to protest, and that isn't one of them. Hmm. That isn't one of them. You, you're causing more trouble than good. You've caused the ground to harden. You've caused the horses to roam around. You've caused anxiety with the people roaming the horses around, which as an animal would feed off the people walking Mm. you around, the people around you. So the entire atmosphere has gone from that of, ooh, I wonder what will happen to, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening, we could get called off, we could get... And everyone feeds off that. Yeah. And I just think, what a dick. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing as well. You just really like dicks now. Well done. And I don't know the answers. I don't know the right way to go about it, but, you know... I, I suppose the right way to go about it would be, okay, then we'll stop all horse racing in the UK. Okay, then, no problem. Does anyone think there'd be an over a massive amount of fucking horses if we didn't have horse racing? Somebody suggested. I was they don't exactly roam free in the bloody forests of England, do they? I, I was I was reading through some of the, the Twitter posts about it today, and um, somebody suggested, why don't we remove the fences? 
remove the fences and just have a fucking drag race. Like, <laughs> well, for a reason, the the Grand National's always been a fenced race. Yeah, yeah. So all they'll do is they'll get rid. Of, they'll make the fences a bit shorter, mm, a bit lower, and they'll make <laughs> they'll make them a bit longer. They'll they'll just widen stuff. And but they mm. had to they had to miss one fence out last yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, because the horses you've never I've never seen a Grand National that unorganised and at the beginning of a race as the race yeah. kicked off and during it the took race took them so long to group together didn't yeah, it at the you beginning. had horses running just pure panic who were running outside the ground who were running through barriers who were just if that breaks oh man there two about two horses that smashed through the barrier if them two Jesus. horses if them them two horses are probably a few ton each if them two horses suddenly get their eyes on something else a group of people in a crowd mm-hmm. they will run at full speed yeah. at that so mm-hmm. i genuinely looked at that race yesterday and went people someone's gonna get killed here mm-hmm. all because malcolm and janet and those sons and daughters and everything else want to go oh this shouldn't be happening death happen here Fucking, they should be arrested for murder themselves. If 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 a jockey died yesterday, you should have charged them for trespassing and warrant of death or anything really. But yeah, that was for me the worst possible yeah. example of a protest. Of a protest. It was like the most brain dead mm. idea on planet Earth. It was the most stupid idea since someone in France went. Oh, I wonder if that dinghy would get us across here. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> It's just a bad idea. No, it's not. It's not. The, it's no bad idea. It's and not a lake. It's not a lake. It's not a lake. It's a and there's 60 of us. No. <laughs> That's a two-man speed dinghy. You know? <laughs> For sake. You get where I... Yeah, I know. I, I, I know just... It was, it was just a silly idea. Just a very, very silly protest. <laughs> and we knew they were coming, but... Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what it is. Um, super quick, because we're coming up to an hour. Yeah. Um, films. Films. Super quick, films. Oh, so, you have seen a few, haven't you? Uh, a couple, yeah. Now, I didn't get around to watching Dungeons & Dragons. No, oh, um, Because we were going to go as family. Yes. Um, and then uh, the eldest, the son and heir, uh, went to see with his friends. Um, well, what a selfish bastard he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, instead of him watching it again we went to see um super mario instead uh, cleon's not a bad choice after all um <laughs> so we did uh, we did super mario have you done super mario i have You've done, done super, super mario? mario uh so yeah we did super mario instead i didn't know it was jack black until the moment he started saying you know when that you that was when you knew song. it was jack black yeah because I, I was i recognized the voice and i'm like i know that but nah i can't put my finger on it and then he started singing and i was like is that Jack Black? Jack and I Black. got my phone up my pocket. I was like, Super Mario Brothers cast. <laughs> as soon as he started singing, I went, that's Jack Black. Straight away. If they release that song, how quick is it going to number one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Peaches. just... It was... Now, for me, Mario Brothers, it was an okay movie. Yeah. I just don't know why. It was an okay movie. I just don't know why. That's the, that's the name. And I don't know and I don't mean it was in a there you go. I don't mean it was an okay movie and I don't know why it was an okay movie. I mean it was an okay movie. I just don't know why they even <laughs> made the movie. 
Do you know what? I it, don't see the point in that movie. It was it's just a bit of fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's let's see what we can do with some cool animation. Let's get some let's get get a decent voice voice cast. Let's put together some kind of film and let's make it like a Mario game. That's all yeah. it was. It was all right. It's a bit like Wrecky Ralph. I did. I, I did like the the Donkey Kong character. I did. I it was did. very cool. I like the Donkey Kong character. That's uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's just if anybody who hasn't seen it, it's a, it's a, just a, a fun. It's like a Nintendo games console. It's not too serious. It's just a bit of fun for the family. Like, you know what I mean? It's the difference between a, a PlayStation and a, and a Switch. Did like, your lad like Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> he did. He liked it very much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we we just we were going to go and and see it, and he was going to watch it again, but we just haven't had time this week. Um, so uh, yeah, but he he enjoyed it, um, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. So um, at some point, I'll be watching it. Reviews next week. We shall be reviewing Renfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I would have ticked off my list by next week, and also Cocaine Bear. Oh, okay, cool. cool the only cool. reason I haven't ticked off Cocaine Bear last night, and I was gonna, it was because the missus was sitting next to me on the sofa. I went to order it, and she went, you paid 15 quid for Cocaine Bear? And I went, no. No, 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 I'm silly, I wasn't going to do that. I'm be stupid, I wasn't going to do that. Um, I did watch The Whale. I said I was going to watch oh. it, didn't I? I did watch The Whale. Um... Do you know? Did you cry? No, I didn't. It's, was I, that the same day you put the fat thing on you, with your ring on? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, no. Um, I'm sorry, bro. I was sat. I was sat here and I had like my, my finger was dead itchy. Was it halfway through the film and you went? No, I was. I was sat here. My finger was dead itchy, and I'm like, oh fuck! I need. I couldn't get my wedding ring off. I'm like, oh for God's sake! Like, uh. um, yeah, so yeah, fat again. But uh, no, I watched it. Um, I said I would, and yeah, I, I watched it, and I thought it was going to be like a, I'm going to cry film, but it really isn't. I'm one of them. I'm going to cry films. Um, I'll tell you something though. Brendan Fraser is very, very fucking good in it. Very good. Like, should be got an Oscar. Jesus Christ on a bike. Um, and do you know what? It's lovely to see him get an Oscar as well because. He's been in so many films over the years, like films that I watched when I was growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Films like... California uh, Man. California Man, um, George of the Jungle, uh, The Mummy, you know what I mean? He, he's... Um, Watch up for the tree. <clears throat> Sorry. He's been, he's been in all these films, and it's nice to see him be recognised for the... Bedazzled. The good actor that he actually is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and he was very good in the film. Um, the film itself is... Um, it's it's a bit dark. Um, it's about a fat bloke, isn't it? It's, so, basically, it is about a guy... Called Walter. Um, ...who is um, c- confined to his house due to his weight. Yeah. Um, he's an online tutor. He teaches English classes. Um, and he ends up um, having an onset like heart attack and he's he's basically only got like days to live and it's it's the story of them days and he tries to um not so much reconcile with his daughter um he 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 left his partner and and daughter when she was like eight or something like that and uh, it's not so much wanting to reconcile um it's he wants to make her realise what a good person she is. Mm. And she wants nothing to do with him because uh, of him walking out. 
Um, and he, and it's, it's just that story. It's that story of, of, of him trying to get her to realise the, the good person that she is. Um, and, it, and it all builds up to this like dramatic end, end scene, um, which is really good. Um, the, the way it's filmed, um, the way it's written is 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 very very good and he's very very deserving of that oscar um yeah. i it, i wouldn't watch it again you know what i mean it is one of them watch it once films you're not gonna you're not gonna want to put it on again but the jokers buy <clears throat> one of that yeah well when, when you you'll watch it you know the with the weird lip joaquin joaquin phoenix, joaquin yeah, phoenix. that version of the joker i'll never watch <clears throat> again um yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's one of them films that you'll watch it and you'll go, I'm glad I watched that. That was, you know, I'm glad I watched it. But you won't want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brendan Fraser's fucking brilliant in it. Um, it's like, do you know what? <clears throat> On movies over this last week, I've gone very retro. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blade. I fucking love Blade. Blade, Blade trilogy. Blade. What a fucking movie trilogy mm. that is. Yeah, Even yeah. the first Blade, pre Matrix with Bullet Time and mm. la la la. That's, I mean, how old that's that pre Matrix? It's up there somewhere. Blade is. It's around there somewhere. Yeah. Don't know. It's when Wesley Snipes had money. Because <laughs> um, he wasn't paying his taxes. Because he wasn't paying his taxes. I'll do it there. Quick, Dave. Here we go. Blade. Dink. It's got to be 98 or something like that. 97. We've got it made quite a bit. We made quite a whack of money. Ninety-eight. Oh, sound. Ninety-eight. The Braid Church kicked off on. Yeah, um, watched that and went. That's really good. I'm gonna watch Braid Two now. Um, and then watched that and went. That's really good. I'm gonna do this now. Matt Goss and Blade Two's amazing, isn't he? It's Luke Goss. Luke Goss. <laughs> His brother. That's I get one. You know, it's either one or the other. Same person. Uh, <laughs> Same room. Um, <clears throat> really good in that. Like, yeah, really good. How hasn't he done more bloody acting after that performance? I thought he was dead good in that. Well, he did the... Um, he did Hellboy 2, didn't he? Nah, that's probably um, why, then. He did. Um, we... He did that. He did Hellboy 2. And um, he did a lot of, like, Broadway stuff, a lot of theatre stuff. Oh, Luke did Gostard. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably why. Um, <clears throat> weird. Um, and then you've got Blade Trinity. Which, is that the one with the uh, Triple H? Jen? Triple H, Ryan Reynolds with the really bad CG. Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Triple H. Um, it's got Deadpool in it. That's why it completely. The, there's a scene. There's a scene where Triple H gets thrown through a wall, and um, <clears throat> there's another scene later on in the film where he gets thrown through a wall again, and they use exactly the same take. Do they? Yeah, just on a, it's a different background because it was green screened, obviously. So it's a different background. It's exactly the same take. I did not notice that. I did yeah. not notice that. You yeah, just fall on me. And the last movie that I watched the caught up on, I've just seen out the corner of my eye, is Face Off. <gasps> Brilliant film. I'm moving into Swordfish. Brilliant film. What's your favourite Nick Cage film? Oh, Dave. I watched that film with. With Pedro Pascal. With Pedro Pascal. It was fucking brilliant. I, st- I still don't know what was going on for that whole film. <laughs> I was like, that for the whole thing. What? Is this a parody? Is it's fucking it, ace. Is this meant to be like this? What? <laughs> <laughs> Face Off, which is moving me towards Stormfish. Early Swordfish. Hugh, Swordfish, yeah, yeah. which is early Hugh, Hugh Jackman. How Barry, she gets a knocks out she in does that. Get, she does get her boobs out in that she one. She does. I've paused frame that a few times <laughs> when I was younger. Um, and then I might go early, early Hugh Jackman. 
early, early Hugh Jackman. Early Hugh Jackman. So what are we are we saying Oklahoma? Oklahoma, <laughs> Wolverine. Um, <clears throat> stuff. X Men was ninety nine. You know, it's fucking crazy. Where's all that time gone, man? Mental. I don't know. Twenty five years ago, Blade. Twenty five <clears throat> years ago, Bladers. Crazy. Do you know? Someone said to, my daughter went to Margaret Ward on Tuesday mm. for an open day. And someone said to me, oh, you better be careful, your daughter going there, you know what you were like. And I went, mate, if there's still teachers there that are still teaching that taught me, I will be fucking amazed. Because <laughs> how old am I? How old would they have had to have been yeah. teaching? So they would have had to be in, let's say, 20. Mm. Dunk. Minimum like 21. Like Minimum it. 21 they could possibly be. And you're not trained as a teacher by the time you're that age anyway. In a high are you? <clears throat> well, if you if you were if you had a late birthday like me, so if you left school at 15, yeah. um, you would leave college at 17. So you could get your degree when you're 20, which means you could do your PGCE. Which I think is only twelve months. So twenty-one, you could be a qualified teacher. You have teacher. to be really close to the edge yeah. of that bone. Yeah, you. you and now you could be a qualified be... teacher at twenty-one. Yeah. And you'd be fifty-one now. <clears throat> so still doable. It's still it's... there was two. There was two teachers at, at my. No, you'd be sixty-one. <clears throat> There's um, there was two teachers at my high school. Um, who was still there when my kids weren't there. But your um, kids are a lot older <clears throat> than my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if my kids were as old as <clears throat> your kids, that would probably... And I'm a little bit younger than you. You're your a little kid. bit younger than I am, yeah. Um, if my kids were as younger, old as your kids, then that would have probably no, maybe, still yeah, yeah. been this case. But not now. No, no, no. Don't, don't forget, I said this to me, mate. I went, she's still only nine. Yeah. She still isn't so there, yeah. a few years, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, one of them, one of the teachers as well, it did fall into that category. She was young when she started. Yeah, um, when she started there. So you I've know, got, I've got a yearning to walk around my school. Meh, I want to really that bothered. I am. <laughs> I, I am. I've got like a. I, I've got like a bit of a regret around school. I don't think I appreciated it enough while it was there. Oh, I get that. And that's yeah, what I think it is. I understand that. Um, and I'm a nosy bugger. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I know. I mean, I've been around around my old one a few times with, with both kids going there. Um, and it's changed loads. Like, they've moved departments into different places. They've extended. They've built new buildings. I think that's um, all it is with me. <clears throat> I've been around the outside of Maggie Ward. Yeah. But I've never been in. And it's been... It's, it's a world of difference since mm, I was there last. Mm. I've seen that from walking around the outside. I think I just want a bit of a nose. A bit of a nose. A bit of a nose. Just so I can assemble it in <laughs> my own mind where things were mm. when I was there and how things are now. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully all improvements. Well, it's all going to be improvements, mm. isn't it? It can't be... Not necessarily. can't be any worse than what it bloody was. <laughs> Mark was on that bad, was it? Woods was banging. I enjoyed. Yeah, it. I remember oh, that. The food was good. Mm. Teachers were all right. Basketball team was brilliant. Basketball team was nails. But we did have that England netball international Emma Sedula. Well, you, you've um, the the basketball team that were at Margaret Ward's when I was at Haywood. Um, three of the team were in yeah. the England schoolboys team. We had quite um, a few 
them long. <clears throat> we we played we played them twice, Margaret Wards, and um, the, 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 it was, obviously they were a phenomenal team, and we didn't beat them. We, we were never going to beat them, but they were they were really there was no showboating, there was no big headedness. They were yeah. really good with us, and um, you know they were like at half time you know they were saying they were giving us tips and advice and yeah. do this do that try this and then at the end of the game it was like you know come down to northwood with us let's you know we will do some training and whatnot they were they were dead humble really nice guys like um <clears throat> and uh, you know we had we had a, a lot of fun playing like i say twice we played them a lot of fun playing them. sportsmanship it's it was honestly yeah and it really was it was great it was it was really it was really really good. fucking brilliant place jesus christ <laughs> and they were good you should have seen the football team <clears throat> Yeah, uh, yeah, we didn't. I don't think we had a very good football team. Can't remember. We didn't even have. We didn't actually have like a basketball team at all. And our PE department didn't specialise in basketball. Um, so the, it was literally like a couple of of us students that mm. put the team together and that we 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 set up. We went to the staff and said, "Look, can we do after school basketball sessions?" And uh, and, and they agreed to like stay behind and and um, and, and, and run it for us. <laughs> <clears throat> and when it came to, we did like an inter school tournament at Phantom Manor. You know, we didn't have strips or anything. We we used um, football strips. So we had like the we had like the previous season's football, football strips, strips to play in. which which we we just used them, and um, <clears throat> we Political nearly bastards. <clears throat> well, we very nearly didn't play because one of our players, um, her name was Amy Amy Chavin, and uh, she was um, from the netball team. Uh, but she was really good. She was really good at netball and all yeah, that. Yeah. But she was really good at basketball as well. So we wanted her in the team. <clears throat> Sorry, your voice has gone there. We wanted her in the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came and she played with us, and she, you know, she she trained with us and whatnot. And um, when it came to it, uh, you know, we submitted the team, and the the organisers of the tournament came back and said, "She can't play because it's a it's a boys' tournament." And we went, "We're not playing then." We we all just went, "Well, none of us are playing then. We just won't go." We yeah, she's in the team, and if she can't play, then none of us will play. And um, and the the reverse the decision said okay come down then and she played in the team and it was ace um, <clears throat> yeah we uh, we lost we came last but <laughs> still put the effort in but we put the effort in um, <clears throat> I tell you, you didn't beat us Margaret Wards did we <laughs> we drew <laughs> we used every single foul that we had available to, <laughs> to fucking do it but we managed to pull a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they didn't offer you any fucking training at the end of that game, did Not they? Not at all. Honestly, man, no, no, no. we played so dirty on that game. You just talked yourself vile. out of a free training session at Northwood. <laughs> it was vile. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up for a week. Let's um, wrap it up and get home. Big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you use. Um, it really means the world to us if you do that. <clears throat> Plus, it means you get guaranteed uh, access to the next episode. You don't have to go searching for it. It just appears in your subscriptions. It's there. You don't have to go looking. You don't have to go searching, hunting. Bang, it's just there in your list. It's there. It's there on Spotify or Apple or whatever you use. You just crack on and press that follow, like, subscribe button. Give us a follow on social media, too. On Twitter, it's at ShinglesListPC. For me, it's at Shingles underscore list. For Cleon, it's at KLBewley. And on Instagram, it's Shingles underscore list. And KLBewley5, you guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.